Welcome, 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 everyone. I am your host, Jason, back with the first episode of Emotions and Sh- of 2020. And I'll just go ahead and address, uh, I was sitting down with some of my people from the different shows that I manage and different shows producing. If you guys didn't know, essentially, I do have people who, who occasionally help with this show and my cohort, my cohort who primarily runs the other show that we do, RCR. So this one has been kind of in limbo for the longest. We still do episodes regularly, but it didn't really have a purpose, you know what I mean? I said this new year I was going to sit down, decide whether I can keep it going or not. I know I flirted with it earlier, but I decided to keep it going. And it's going to be a weird ride, I will tell you that, because i got to get a lot out there, and it's going to be solo. I've told, like team people I'm doing it solo 100% like I might have you know I'm gonna have guests and stuff obviously still but I mean solo as in I'm not going to rely on other people for content and not gonna rely on people for guests and stuff because that sounds like a terrible idea and I've heard that doing solo shows is really hard never really done one I don't do a solo episodes but not solo show so we'll see what happens one reason is this show is actually extremely fun for me to do I really love this show uh, even even if I do solo shows, I still get good responses from people, like, on emails and stuff, which is co- so crazy. Like, I've got a lot of people hitting me up, being like, hey, yo, when's the episode coming out? And I actually really appreciate that. So, I'm going to keep it going. That's been the decision that has been decided today. But anyway, let's... I'm going to do something a little different. A lot of these shows have, like, big major topics. And I kind of want to get away from that. I kind of want to just talk about stuff that's happened during the week. I know it's, like, less structured and kind of harder to do, but whatever. So, something weird happened to me this week. It's really strange. And it got me thinking about, like, uh, communication between couples. Okay? I have great communication with my partner. We really do. Like, whenever somebody tries to hit on one of us or something like that, we immediately tell the other person, things like that. We don't, we don't keep secrets. Uh, if I had a passcode on my phone, my lady would know. But I don't really. I have passcodes to my apps. They're not stored. I don't do that backup store app password thing. I don't do that. I mean, she knows those. Uh, but to the actual phone, no. I don't have any incriminating pictures or anything crazy like that. I ain't got none of that stuff. I'm weird. I don't, I don't take pictures. <laughs> and I know her passwords and stuff. Coincidentally, her apps are not locked down, but her phone is locked down. So it's like the inverse of mine, which is weird. But anyway, the weird thing that happened this week was one of our mutual friends contacted us and asked us, or asked her, would she be interested in helping him out with a threesome? And clearly, my girlfriend, being my girlfriend, was like, no, uh, if you're not my man, I'm not doing that for you, which is the correct thing to say, you know, but his response had me crying freaking laughing this man right here right he said oh you misunderstand me i'm not asking you to join me and my girl or threesome i'm asking him to join first thought that she said was i didn't know you were a gay and or bi the bi is what she was going for but she emphasis she's picked it up for me uh and he said no 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 she wants to experience two dudes because she's never experienced two dudes before. And 
or a girl ever. So I'm trying to knock that out first because I don't think it, he said, I don't think it'd be appropriate to ask you to mess with this girl because, you know, I don't want to hop skip your, your guy. So my girlfriend didn't pick this up, but essentially what this man is saying is my girl's never experienced this. So I'm going to borrow your dude to mess with this rando and later, hopefully, I can borrow you so she can experience something and maybe I get some, some too, which is wild. That's crazy. First off, I'm flattered, really, that I'd be the first person to go to. Flattered. Absolutely flattered. Uh, two things. I have seen this man have sex before, like video. Yeah, I wasn't there in the room. Even though I wouldn't care if I was. Uh, Manny's working on his cardio, dripping sweat, buckets, like buckets. I've got great cardio. Ask anyone I've ever been with and people who watch me run the street. i got great cardio. I work on it on a regular basis. Why? Because cardio is everything. If you ain't got cardio, if, I don't know, if you run down the street after something, uh, you you chasing, especially chasing a little kid around the house, if you ain't got cardio, that is just going to be a whole L for you because little kids will run you the hell out. Trust and believe because trust me and believe me, they have done that to me. Chasing my kid around is ridiculously hard. And I'll get to that little monster a little later. But, yeah, I mean, he was communicating. And she communicated to me, like, that point that he was trying to borrow my services. Now, if I wasn't a demisexual and we were in an open relationship, sure. But those factors are very important to the conversation. We're not in an open relationship, and I am a demisexual. So, that's no. Now, if you want me to borrow the girl... I mean, that's a little different. I had talked to her about that. But, you know, in the straight up me borrowing your girl type deal, I mean, you borrowing me or my girl, I'm going to have to get out and no. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to say no to that, bro. That's, that's, that's a no for me. But, um, yeah, you know what's crazy about that? And so that was, like, freaking Sunday. Like, that was earlier this week. Uh, and the reason like, communication is easy is, I've, is uh, important is because you know, today, uh, I don't know if she was kidding or not, but my work wife, right? My work wife, big, thick, you know, chocolate mountain and other objective things that I call her because she also calls me objective things that I will get in trouble for, for repeating. But I just, I mean, I'm not into her sexually. I don't want that to be a point. I just call the objective things because people at work think that we have sex, which we don't. We don't even hug. We've never shared a hug, people. The most contact we have is a high five. You buy somebody lunch one time for their birthday, knowing that everyone knows that it's their birthday. And they think that you guys are having sex. It's weird. No. I've got tons of female friends that I've never even seen. Okay, that's a lie. I have tons of female friends that I've never messed with. That's the truth. My body count is very, very low. But, uh, well, low statistically, you know, for uh, the factors of, like, you know, being in this city, being in, like, uh, a dense populated area, things like that. Like, but whatever. I'm not a hoe, even though slut shaming is stupid. But anyway, she informed me that her and her significant other are having horrible, horrible communication skills, right? Like, they just ain't talking, right? And I was like, you know, maybe you should go to therapy. Because that's a thing, like, that I will most likely have to go with my lady because our communication skills, though good, need work, like everyone's does. And she's like, no, I try going to that. He says, uh, 
I tried going to that. Some sessions, he says the therapist is ganging on him. Some, I think the therapist is ganging on me. So we stopped going. I said, oh, well, how many sessions did you make? She said three. Uh, sorry, little lady. Uh, three is not enough. <laughs> you know what three sessions of therapy means? Hmm? It means you're fucking check cleared. That's all that means. That means that I can start booking you regularly. Did you know that? That, like, when you get more than three sessions, sessions, like, uh, the therapist that I saw uh, a long while back said that. After you get three sessions, I can put you on an auto scale where we meet every two weeks on a certain day. And, yes, a lot of therapists will say that they're already on that, but they're really not. They'll book you once and then bring you back for a second time. But if you come back for that second time, they're like, all right, cool. Once that third one hits, now you're on auto. Now you're on the calendar. If you notice that after that second time, your t- your time gets more uniform. Because I remember when I had to take uh, one of my friends on that, there sometimes it'd be a Wednesday, a Friday, a Thursday, a Tuesday. But after that third time, third or fourth time, it's always Monday, which is interesting. But anyway, back to her. So work wife, right? Work wife, and I'm going to call him douche husband, right? Work wife and douche husband. The douche husband was telling her that she needs to work harder to please him because he needs to be pleased. And he even admitted that he is a high-maintenance husband and he needs to be pleased. Uh, what the hell? <laughs> Listen, I understand where he's coming from. Uh, uh, hear me out, hear me out. I understand where he's coming from because I like to be pleased too. Would I like to come home and see a naked, big booty girl serving me a steak and my favorite margarita? Absolutely. But is that realistic? Absolutely not. There is no way in the world that I would ask my girlfriend to do that thing because she she may do it once. She's not going to do it all the time. This man demands sex whenever he wants. He demands blowjobs whenever he wants. He demands her undivided attention, but he doesn't reciprocate any of that thing. What kind of bullshit is that? Listen, I have a higher sex drive than my, than my lady. That's just what it is. And that's relatively normal. And so sometimes I want to get some booty, but she ain't feeling it. So you know what I say? I say the only thing I can say as a man. I ask her for a hand job. And then when she says no to a hand job, I try to shoot for the stars and pivot to a blow job. So when she shoots that down, I try to repitch that hand job. You know, high low, high low. So when she shoots that down, you know what I do? I go watch porn like a regular adult male. You know? Any male over the age of what, sixteen watches porn? Like I know it's younger than that, but for you know, watches porn uh far too fucking much. And when you have a girlfriend, the amount of porn you watch is supposed to go down. Uh, it kind of does. I think the amount of porn that you watch and jack off to goes down, but not the amount of, that you watch. You know what I mean? But anyway, back on topic. He wants her to please. He wants a servant. He wants a servant. Wife. I'm talking Old fucking Testament. <laughs> and we'll get to Old Testament one day in the future. But he wants to go Old fucking Testament. He's like, I want my woman barefoot and naked with blowjobs and steak. And though that sounds delightful, that's also not a realistic thing that you could ask the mother of your child and your beautiful wife to do. It's not. You have to be understanding of her feelings, understanding of her emotions. Because, yes, I do admit, men do a lot of work in sex. 
And his argument that he made once was that we do more work in sex, like all the pumping and stuff like that. So if we want it, we should get it. And I get, again, I get your logic, but it's horribly, horribly flawed. You are insinuating that <laughs> that our penis, which can recover within hours of usage, is the same equivalent to a vagina that can be hurt for days on end. I know a year or so back, I quote-unquote split my girlfriend's vagina. Like, I'm a dude who doesn't know the anatomy of a girl too well, but when she says split and she says bleed and there's some blood, I think I split it. I have to take her word for it because she lives with that part of her body and I live next to it. And I sometimes occasionally go inside of it. You know what I mean? And so he was being ridiculous. Like, he's he's like a caveman. And I didn't think these still existed. Like, outside of, you know, lifetime movie dramas. But it, it's crazy because he throws tantrums when he doesn't get some booty. And don't get it twisted. My work wife, that's my buddy. When you become my buddy, I don't look at you in a sexual way. But girl is thicker than cold peanut butter. I'm talking oatmeal. I'm talking like, whoo, boy. I'm talking like, you know those peanut butter cup things, like those s'mores cups that you get? You ever make one of those things and like overcook it and it becomes like a fucking brick? Yeah, she's a brick house. She is thick. I make when they, I think when they made that song, All I Want For My Birthday Is A Big Booty Hoe, they were talking about my work wife. Like, she ain't no hoe, don't get it twisted. But she got a big booty. I'm talking like cake, cake, three layer cake, thick all the way around, oak tree. You know those hundred layer trees they get, like in the wilderness? Thick. <laughs> and so I can understand why he's a little bit into her all the fucking time. Because she's pretty. And she's funny as hell. Yeah, you know. And it's like my girl. My girl, thick with three C's. And she got a booty that don't quit. And them lips, super soft. It takes everything in me not to walk in the day, no matter how rough the day is, and to kiss her head to toe, whatever they say in that nasty-ass song. But I don't, because she's tired, because we're parents. You have to understand, he's a fucking parent. They got, like, four kids. They got four kids between them. So he has to understand that that shit, she's not going to be ready to ride on a dick or suck a dick every three days. You know why? Because, motherfucker, she's a mom, and mom got more shit to do then ride on a fucking dick like i don't understand and he was like and apparently he wanted like a blowjob or something and she was just like like late at night it was like two in the morning and like i know what you're saying blowjob you know that's a lot of work that's a lot of work at 10 o'clock in the morning we work together we have to be working five so we guys for a fucking blowjob at two listen my sleepy unkempt ass i am not even gonna fucking ask for a blowjob at that late at night because you know what's going to happen? That may be the best, best fucking blowjob I've ever gotten in my natural motherfucking life. But you know what's going to happen? I am going to get that blowjob and then I am going to suffer all fucking day. And it's not going to be worth it. You know what I mean? And he doesn't realize that. He doesn't understand that that's not worth the effort. I guess because he works in the afternoon, he wasn't being considerate. And that's the thing with communication. You have to be considerate of the other person. Like... Uh, for example, right, uh, me and my girl, we toyed around with the idea of being open uh, a while ago. You know what I mean? We toyed around with it, kicked kick the rocks around, you know, just because we like conversation. We were watching a documentary about it. And that's generally how we decide a lot of things. I remember a couple years ago, 
I was with another girl, and we saw polyamorous relationships. We like we kicked the ideas around about it because we were watching marathons of TV shows about that. I mean, that happens. TV shows don't influence you to do things, but they at least pop the idea into your head. You know what I mean? Uh, we kicked around the idea, and you know what we discovered? We discovered that uh, it would never fucking work. And let me explain to you why it would never fucking work from both sides of the aisle. On my side of the fucking aisle, we have this. I am a relatively jealous person. Meaning, I, in that scenario, I wouldn't care if she was out just having sex with other people. You know what I mean? That doesn't, like, it bothers me, but it doesn't bother me the same way other people are bothered. You know what I mean? Other people are like, I can't believe this happened. I can't believe this, blah, blah, blah. Because I have seen a lot of my male friends and, and strangers Real life people have sex, and their sex game ain't nowhere near mine. I'm not boasting. I think, honestly, from the survey that I had, because I definitely took a fucking survey, and I asked all the people I slept with, the average is around seven, seven and a half. Seven, seven and a half is fucking good. I'll take that any day of the fucking week, you know? And, like, and like I can, I can really, like, have a good time. You know, have a fun, you know, I can really give a girl a good show. But, uh, and if, you know, she was out here messing with people who are like below seven, that's cool. But if she messes with a motherfucker that's shooting like a nine, hell no. I don't want to see her getting her black, her, uh, her back blown out or shit like that. I ain't trying to see that shit because here's the thing. I'm not trying to be outclassed and outmaneuvered or any of that crap. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to have a good fucking time. And if she want to have a good time, great. But I know it sounds selfish, but I don't want her to have a better time. And she's very similar about that. She said, you know, she thinks she's really good at it. But if she thought I was having a good fucking time with somebody else, she'd lose her fucking shit. She wants me to have a decent time, maybe even a good time, but not a great time. You know what I mean? Because uh, I'm funny, but I'm an asshole. So, like, if she can find somebody who's less of an asshole with me, but better in bed, that's a lose-lose for everybody. It's that monocum, that little percent of jealousy, you know what I mean? Plus, you know, my girl, love her to death, she's fucking crazy. Like, she didn't like me, uh, she doesn't like me being friends with too many girls. Like, she's cool with me being friends, but, like, how close are friends, girl? We, like, texting on a regular, she ain't with that. She's not, she, she ain't with, it can't even be about sexual, she ain't with that. And I'm the opposite. Like, I don't care who you text, as long as it's respectful. And, like, you know, sometimes, I know people may entertain sex jokes. Like, if someone says something wild to her, she might text back, LOL. But not necessarily shoot it down unless it gets to a certain level. Me, I'm the type, someone's texting something crazy, I'm not texting them back because I know better. And like the different class of styles that respond to the same thing would create an issue. We would be fighting. We already fight over friends and family getting into our mess. But imagine strangers who want to buck us. That's terrible. Because I offered this solution to my, my work wife because I'm like, man, why don't y'all just do this? Because, you know, and she said, nope, I'm too jealous. He's too jealous, ain't gonna work. And I agree. Sometimes that's something that is like really wild and out there. You know what I mean? It's really crazy and wild and like it's it's a lot. It's a lot of trust, blah blah blah. Honestly, I think it's something that people in their mid thirties should do. I I, I I consider this because when you're in your forties, you got more important things to worry about than dating fifteen million people or being open and all that stuff. And the whole issue of safety and and I mean, you eliminate the pregnancy thing for most for the for the females, and the males still got to worry about that. But when you're in your early twenties, like a lot of people do it, oh come on, 
You're just trying to get some ass. Let's just be honest. And when you're doing that, it gets messy. Because until your partner asks to leave the house to go fuck somebody else, and they leave the house late at fucking night, and they don't come back till 4 in the morning, if they come back at all, all you can do is sit there, sleepless nights, sitting there thinking, are they getting their back blown out? Hmm? Are they getting their hair pulled? They getting choked? Hmm? That's what you're thinking. That's what's going through your head. And that is a horrible fucking thing. Because you're thinking, what are they at? What is that person doing that I won't do? Because don't get twisted. If they're doing that, there's absolutely things that they are doing that you won't do. Like, I don't do butt stuff, right? So in that same scenario, my girl might do butt stuff. I don't really know. Never had a butt stuff conversation. But she might do butt stuff. She might like to get tied up. Who fucking knows? Because when they're with somebody else, they don't have the fear of being humiliated. But the problem with that, sex does connect fucking people. I don't care what nobody says. You go, you get, you can't have useless sex. You can have uh, instances where, like, you move on after said sex. But, uh... You have some sort of connection with them. You want to try some new, new, exciting fucking things with them. You know what I mean? You create some form of relationship with people that you fuck, right? Some form. You act different around them. You ever seen two people who, who didn't fuck and then they start acting different for weeks after they fuck? It's because mentally you have changed. And that is a very interesting thing with open people. The, the, the basis of how openness works is that two people have agreed that they love each other above everybody else and they're able to establish a relationship with outside people. But that's the thing. You have to be secure in your love one-on-one. If you are not, the problem that you run into is that that person may at least temporarily outpace you in certain areas like love, affection, sex. And those are big areas in relationships. So you might get outpaced. So the second you start slipping up, they're going to start leaning with the person because I can fuck the person whenever I want. You know why people cheat physically? It's because they're missing things in their normal relationship and they go out to get at least sex other places as a revenge thing. Imagine getting that when you have the, the license to do it. That's why it's different. Like, I know I'm saying like I'm harking more on the women, but let's do the flip on that. What if a girl... Whatever a girl and a dude ain't, 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 ain't communicating right, and he was like, well, I'm open. Let me get my dick sucked by three women at once. Sounds wonderful, doesn't it? But it, it goes both ways. My girl would be absolutely fucking livid. Hear, hear me out. My girl would be absolutely fucking livid if two women gave me a blowjob at the same time. Absolutely livid. She don't care if I ask. She lose her damn mind. Because it's it's not something that we do. We're not comfortable with any of that stuff. We're not. And that's okay. It's not for everyone. Honestly, I don't think it should be for most people. I think it's just something where either you're not really feeling somebody and you want to try it. Or, like, you're really feeling that person and you don't really care what they do with their body. As long as it's, like, just their body and minimum mental aspect of it. You know what I mean? And that's tricky in itself, man. And it all goes back to communication. I, I try to tell my friend this stuff, like my, my work wife, because I'm afraid she's going to kill this man. Because their communication is horrible. This girl has read, wrote, read books. She's gone to seminars. She's doing everything in the world to please this man. Which, in all honesty, she shouldn't. Because based off what she said, and it could be two sides of the story, he has not moved an inch and she has moved a mountain. And I cannot stand when people fucking do that. If this girl will read a fucking book... Telling her to be a good husband, a good wife. You need to read. You as the man need to read an exact 
same opposite fucking book on how to be a good husband, period, point blank. If my girl's going and learning uh, different techniques to communicate with me better and to grow closer together and all that stuff, I better fucking shut up and listen and sit down with her and come with something. Because I got a fucking temper. I know me. I get upset. I get pissed off. I think I'm right. I got an ego like nobody's business. But I admit when I'm wrong. I will admit when I'm wrong and I tell her, listen, that's my fault. That's my bad. I shouldn't. I got mad. This is, we had an argument last motherfucking week. We were arguing over health and I, and I used the wrong, uh, the wrong words, like angry words. And I had to apologize to her because she didn't say nothing crazy. She didn't, uh, she didn't say nothing wild. And, um, I understand why she didn't say all these things. I understand why, why she sat there quite peacefully because she learned different techniques and it's, I had to learn the same. Like earlier today I was mad at her or something, but it wasn't really her fault. So I just decided to shut up and listen to her because at the end of the day, we are a partnership. We have to have better communication as a relationship. We had to be open in that sense. You know what I mean? That was the key for our relationship to work and blossom and all that stuff. But tell me what you think of this episode, yo. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Under 30 is, is it sound like a good spot. Not too long, not too, not too bad. It's a good commute. I'm trying to keep it around this point because anything more, it's just me blowing fucking smoke. Uh, and I will have to say this when it comes to that. I have been your host, Jason Sean motherfucking Kyle. Or, oh, Carl, Carl. And I would like to formally announce that officially, 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 I got my editor on board. She's going to start editing in February. So my book, my science fiction, or it should be referred to as fiction. My fiction book is coming out in March. It's going to be great. And my nonfiction book, that's supposed to come out in June. That one's going to be an interesting thing because it's going to, it's going to be pretty much encompassing a lot of the, ty- the topics that we talked about on this show, like a lot of the good, a lot of the bad, ups, down, all that bullshit. Uh, it's going to be great. And I think I'm going to promptly name that one. I'm going to go ahead and call it now. I'm going to call it, uh, emotion shit after this podcast. This pretty, you know, pretty successful podcast. It gave me the idea to write this thing. I'm already halfway done with it, but I'm pausing it to finish up the fiction book. But I think that's going to be great. Also, you need to check out Miss Haven Rain. Uh, she has just started a Patreon, Haven, H-A-E-V-Y-N underscore R-E-Y-H-N-E. Please check it out. It's actually a really, she's got some dope merchandise, honestly. And you get to hear, see some of her great stuff she does on YouTube, like her bloopers and stuff like that. Please check her out. That's literally my best friend. That's my road dog. She's fucking awesome. Point blank period. Check it out. Uh, my pro tip before I get off here is drunk sex is great. But drunk peeing is awful because I'm not going to get into that. But let's just say that it's awful. All right. Cool. Uh, Follow the show on Twitter at Emotions and Podcast. That's with S and three H's. Follow us on a lot of platforms, actually. Anywhere you can get audio stuff. And yeah, pretty much some audio stuff like um, iTunes, Google Play. Cast box, follow us on all that stuff. I would say follow us Facebook, but that page is basically dead. But yeah, if you want to find the ENS podcast on Facebook, who knows? We got Instagram, go start post stuff on there too. 
quotes and all that stuff. But let me know what you think. This has been your host, Jason Sean Carl, not Kyle. Goodbye.